Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod, a podcast all about weddings with an emphasis on destination weddings. Each week, we'll explore the ins and outs of destination weddings from the details to the drama and everything in between. You can expect foul language, us laughing at our own jokes, even when they're not funny, and straight up real talk. We are your hosts, Christina Kay and Laisha West. Strap in for an awesome episode. Hi! Welcome back to the Destination Wedding Pod. We're getting real cozy in here today. That's Christina. And that's Laisha. Today we're going to talk about runaway brides. And grooms. Oh yeah. And we have a special guest. Christina, would you like to introduce her? This is my mom. Hi. Your mom? Yes. Oh, our mom. Thank you. So we're talking to you today about runaway people at weddings. And since some of these stories turned out to be somewhat sad, we're going to have my mom. Our mom. Oh. Read us a little palate cleanser after each story so we'll have fun little wedding jokes. None of us has seen any of the stories or jokes that you're about to hear, so the reactions will be true. And also, we do our own stunts as well. You're ridiculous. Let's get started. Laisha, you have 12 more stories than I do, so go first. Okay. All of my stories are runaway grooms. I think Christina might have one. Maybe I took it from her. Maybe I didn't. And then I would have like a thousand more than her. Yeah, because I really only have six. A groom on the run in a wedding car led Tennessee police on a highway chase last Thursday. I think you should start that over because I, I think I was like slow mo. I don't even know what happened. Go again. <laughs> Are you stoned? A little, but what happened? A groom <laughs> on the run in a wedding car okay. led Tennessee police on a highway chase last Thursday. This was back in 2016. So this is a car just married on with cans, and he's on a high. We're being chased by the police. Yeah. Okay. Do we know yet why? No, no. I was just making. Sure, I was making sure no. I had the right the visual. Police. I was trying to make sure I had the right visual. Wow, well, this yeah. episode's going to be okay. a lot longer okay. than Go I expected. Car, <laughs> expected. A car with cans and just married. Yes, but the person inside was not married. Hold on. So can I finish yeah. my first sentence? Sure. With the intense pursuit recorded on dash cam video. Okay. <laughs> Police chased the speeding SUV along a motorway with the words just married sprayed on the back windscreen, but it's unclear if the driver was running away from his wedding or a new marriage or he was simply in a hurry. An officer headed to work on Thursday night noticed the Chevy Equinox swerving along the I-40 motorway and tried to stop the driver. But the man behind the wheel refused to pull over and instead turned toward the patrol car, took off, narrowly missing it. The driver, believed to be 27-year-old Michael Smith, Michael, if you're listening, rate, review, subscribe, (laughs) where we stand with you. Uh, Michael darted across exit ramps, then back onto the highway at high speed in an attempt to evade police. He swerved out of control when the car made a sharp turn, then continued to drive erratically across several highway lanes. Not even crashing into guardrails and a concrete barrier could stop him. The driver finally slowed and came to a stop in a restaurant car park where police caught up with him. I mean, I think he was just hungry. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe. I think he had drugs on him. I mean, Did we find out at the end of it? Was that the end? No. He was arrested and charged with evading arrest, reckless endangerment, and reckless driving. He literally thought they were going to make him marry her. 
Oh, that's really sad. That's or really he was hungry because they do say some of our brides are, and that's a big tip too, like eat what at your wedding day. Maybe he was just so hungry he got hangry. You're not yourself when you're hungry. 100. <laughs> What's your joke, mom? Okay, this one's entitled True Love. And apparently it was written by someone who works at the courthouse. So she said, it may have been the most romantic statement ever uttered in our courthouse. In between hearings, a wedding was performed. As the newlyweds left the courtroom, the bride nestled up to the groom and cooed, isn't it nice to be here when we're not being convicted of something? <laughs> I can relate that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would ask that yeah. question. Can you relate No, to that? I've never gotten married in court, Alice of Mother. Oh. But, like, no, if I do, I can, I'll remember this joke yes. for sure. Okay, so I don't, You're did I write down? Hold on. So these are from moneywise.com, my stories. Um, so this one says... Oh, my last one was from Yahoo News. On her 18th birthday, her boyfriend proposed to her in front of everyone at her party. She felt pressured, so she said yes. But she was just about to start college and knew she wasn't ready to get married. Her boyfriend agreed that they could have a long engagement. But less than three months later, her mom, her mom and his brought, brought her dress shopping. They said it was never too early to start planning. The oh, next yeah. thing she knows, she's picking out flowers and table arrangements. She's pretty much been bullied into planning a whole wedding, and she had no intention of planning oh, for no. years. Oh, my gosh. When they chose the venue, their first available date was two years in the future. So they booked, and it began. And she began to relax. But then the venue had a cancellation. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a Friends episode. And had a new date less than six months away. Her fiancé booked it and the rest of the wedding, even printing the invitations without telling her. Oh, no. She repeatedly told him she didn't want to get married, and he didn't listen. Neither did his family or her own mom. <gasps> that's fin- awful. Finally, she realized she was being manipulated, and she broke it off. I think she needs But that's not where this ends. Oh. Two months later, the boyfriend's mom called and asked about the final dress fitting. Oh, my he God. He hadn't told her the wedding was off. The next week, they were sent a bill for half the things the boyfriend's family had paid for. No. The wedding... <laughs> That right. wasn't going to happen. Then went to court, and she proved the relationship was over before those pur- pur- purchases were made. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is awful. I but she didn't have to pay for it. No, because they took her to court, and she won. Well, good. Yes. I mean, that's a happy ending. Yeah, we definitely need a palate And she lived cleanser. happily ever after. Yes. Without those people. Okay, Mom. Okay, this one's called Usual Suspicions. Um, after Adam, we know Adam, you know, from Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Stayed out late a few nights, and Eve became suspicious. She said, you're running around with another woman. Admit it. What other woman? Adam shot back. You're it. I mean, literally, you are it. <laughs> literally. Well, that night, Adam was fast asleep when he was awakened by Eve, poking him in the chest. <laughs> what are you doing? She said, counting your ribs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, That's a good I one. Like this next one is from JamaicaObserver.com. This is the one that I read that I decided we needed a palate cleanser between stories. Oh, no. Okay. Brides getting cold feet happen so often that Lifetime movies have been made about them, but not much has been said about the men who cower in the face of commitment. Below, 45-year-old Brian shares his story. Um, Did I already say this is from JamaicaObserver.com? Yes. Okay. If you did not hear me before, this is from JamaicaObserver.com. Uh, hashtag Jamaica Observer pay for an ad on our thing, right? Yes, absolutely. Always. 
I was in love with a woman who I thought was the love of my life. When we met, I knew right then and there that she was to be my wife. She was different from all the other women I had been with. She was special, and everyone around us could see this as they saw the happiness we had brought to each other's life. A year or so after being with her, I asked her to marry me, and she said yes. We agreed to get married a year after the engagement. We had one year to plan and execute our marriage. I was really excited about standing at the altar and seeing her walk down the aisle. I was looking forward to giving her my last name and calling her my wife. As we started to plan for our wedding, I started to question myself. Did I really want to take this next step? Was she the one for me? What if there was someone better out there for me? (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. She was a wonderful woman, and I loved her, but this was a major step. You didn't think about that before yeah, you right. freaking bought a ring? I mean, it sounded like so five good. five minutes ago, everything was perfect. Yeah, I thought so, too. Damn yeah. men. Damn men. <laughs> our wedding day drew closer and closer, and with only four months before our big day, I had to sit her down and tell her how I felt. It's not that I didn't want to marry her. I just wanted more time before I said I do. Really? She was disappointed and hurt by my choice. Our relationship was never the same. And six months later, I cheated on her. <gasps> well, at least you didn't marry her first and then cheat on her. I just had to see what else was out there. Oh, oh no. And is that the end of the story? No. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> it gets worse. Okay. Oh, I'm going to need a goes back. this. Let yeah. Me keep going. <laughs> I told her what I did, and she forgave me. She was willing to work on a relationship, but I wasn't. (gasps) What? We were still engaged, and she still had intentions of marrying me. I still loved her, but didn't know how to tell her that I was no longer in love with her. Uh, Is this my husband right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We got married. The saddest statement ever. (laughs) I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Right? That is terrible. I've heard that before. If I was to marry her, I would be marrying her only because she was a good woman, and finding a woman like her was like finding a needle in a haystack. Whenever it came time to talk about our wedding, I would tell her I wasn't ready, and before I knew it, we were engaged for two years, and I was living a double life. I had another woman who was pregnant with my first (gasps) child. Oh, my God. And I made the decision to stay with her and end things with my then-fiancé. I still love her and often wonder what my life would have been like if I had married her. Cold feet got the best of me. It got into my head and it led me down a path that I couldn't return from. That's not cold feet. No, that's dickhead-ishness. That's ism. Meanness. (laughs) That's terrible. Dickhead-ishness ism. No, but let me just say this. I promise you that his baby mama is crazy. 100. So, I mean, he really probably is like every day, like, I wish I had stayed with a little girl. Oh, yeah. Now you got baby mama drama. Okay. Tell us your joke. Mom, cleanse our palates from that one. (laughs) Okay, this one's called, and y'all, you know, be glad. A woman shoots her husband. Good job. Oh, yes. I'm ready for that. stepping on the clean floor. Well. Yes. I saw the title of that one, and I was like, is this about me and Tim? (laughs) A police officer jumps into his squad car and calls the station. I have an interesting case here, he says. A woman shot her husband for stepping on the floor she just mopped. And the sergeant says, have you arrested her? And the police officer said, no, not yet. The floor's still wet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, at least he knew better. Right? 
Okay, so this is all. I told you that all my stories came from the same place, and they did, money-wise. Quentin has a friend who didn't realize she was getting married until she was walking down the aisle. Her traditional Indian parents arranged a marriage for her, but told her that they were going to a cousin's wedding. No way. <laughs> they tricked her into wearing white. And then when she arrived just before the bride, she that's arrived not traditional, dressed- though, for yeah, Indian weddings. We found that out the other day, that yeah, traditional but- Indian garb for weddings is bright colors. So but maybe, maybe if they're over here, I don't Red know. and gold and blue. Okay. Well, but she'd say they arrived just before the bride was supposed to walk down the aisle. Her father took her arm and started walking her through the crowd. (gasps) As she looked around at all those smiling and crying faces, she realized she was the one who was supposed to get married that day. She was completely shell-shocked, obviously. But luckily, she had an aunt who grabbed her arm and pulled her out of the church and away from that situation forever. Don't you <laughs> love ants like I that? I know. Ants are the I'm best. I'm an aunt like that. Aww. Yes. I would not make my kids get married. I don't have an aunt married. like that. Aw. Do we? Angie totally take you, though. 100. 100. <laughs> She's got you. Okay. Um, palate cleanser. Also, Aunt Shay. Sorry. Oh, Aunt Shay, yeah, she definitely yeah. would. I mean, Aunt Michelle, probably, yeah, absolutely. Michelle, for sure. I know, Aunt Terry. There's lots. Cool. Aunt Terry yeah. would do, okay. yeah. See, so, like, I forgot about all the so answers. So take it back to make back your um, previous comment. I uh, retract my previous statement. Thank you. Thank you. Um, answer, right. <laughs> okay, this is called Right Answer. Jack wakes up with a horrible, horrible hangover and a throbbing black eye. The first thing he sees is a single rose on the side table and a note from his wife. Dear, breakfast is made. I've gone shopping to make you your favorite dinner tonight. I love you. He stumbles to the kitchen and sure enough, there's breakfast. Joe, he says to his son, what happened last night? Joe says, you came home south and got that black eye tripping over a chair. (laughs) So why the rose, breakfast, and a sweet note from your mother? Oh, that. Mom dragged you to the bedroom, and when she tried to take off your clothes, you screamed, Leave me alone! I'm married! <laughs> Aww. Oh, that's, that's adorable. adorable. Aww. That's adorable. <laughs> I loved it, too. Okay, so um, a couple of episodes, we were talking about how much we are not NPR. Yeah. Well, I have a story from NPR. Okay, can you okay. first remind me what NPR is? National. And all the other listeners that may not know. So NPR stands for National Public Radio, and it's like smart people talking about things. We're no. not. We're not them. <laughs> well, we're but this story smart is smart people them. talking about things. Well, I mean, at least one of us in the room is. <laughs> okay. Me, yes, I know. Okay. Um, so this next she story comes from NPR.com. Kenneth Edward Salza came close to leaving his bride at the altar, disappearing on his wedding day, April third. This week, he reappeared, standing at the door of the home he shared with his fiancée. Salzo was wearing the clothes he left in, although he was thinner and more rumpled, after spending the month walking up and down the beach, thinking. (laughs) What? His fiancée says this is the worst part. Okay. His fiancée said she still hopes they will marry. A month? I mean, he either and had the a psychiatric walking up and down the beach. He had a psychiatric break, or he went on a drug bench, or he don't want to marry you, B. If he needs to spend a month walking up and down the beach thinking, <laughs> it's a good, probably a good sign that that's really not the one for you. Yeah. All right, Mama, joke, 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 joke. Okay. Um, this one says why you should make love once a year. 
So this is. This sounds about right for me. I mean, a therapist actually said it apparently. So a therapist has a theory that couples who make love once a day are the happiest. No, no. So he tests it at a (laughs) seminar by asking those assembled. And he says, how many people here make love once a day? Half the people raise their hands. Each half, half my of ass. them. I mean, you know, half of them are grinning lying. widely. <laughs> then he says once a week, and a third of the audience members raise their hands. Their grins a little less vibrant. Once a month, a few hands typically go up. Then he asks, "Okay, how about once a year?" One man in the back jumps up and down, <laughs> jubilantly waving his hands. The therapist is shocked. This disproves his theory. Right. Um, Sir, if you make love only once a year, why are you so happy? The man yells, today's the day. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. He was jubilant. Oh, is it my turn? Uh This one's kind of scary. So. Scary. Yeah. So the next. Spooky Halloween. So the next story is a really old story of an online predator and a would-be child bride. Excuse me, can I just insert something? What? Uh, I just heard Child Bride. But also, um, listeners, sometimes you're going to hear Tucker in the background because today he just doesn't want to stop barking. Um, I'll try to edit it time. out, but it's probably going to be a lot of barking in there, so... We love Tucker. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so this Child is bread. his nightmare shares that when she was 12, she started talking to a man online who vowed to take away from her family. He was about 40 years much. old. One day, he drove to her house to pick her up, and he asked her to put on her favorite white dress and went outside to meet him. And then she said she froze and thought about the fact that her mom had another baby and that would she be missing out if she left him? And she went back inside and told her parents, and like they... Had him taken care of or whatever, but like, this she, is not a runaway bride. This is a, a pedophile. <laughs> she no, literally escaped my, kidnapping because she thought about it. But she went outside in her favorite white dress and just started thinking about it, and then told her mom and her mom had him taken care. Of. But he was gonna marry her because you know there's no like, he wasn't. Yes, he was going to rape and kill her. No, but he might have married her too because for, um, there's five states that there's not an, I don't an age. Care. Mom, that's I'm terrible. Sad. How old was she? Fourteen. Yes, yes. she no. was twelve when they first started uh, talking. Yeah. And talked. No. What, how old was he again? Forty. Uh uh-uh. uh. Pedophilia at its finest. Okay, mom. So palate cleanser from that child bride pedophilia. <laughs> that was so awful. Has children in it, so you know I didn't really mean it this way. But on his birthday, my husband was stuck driving our six rambunctious children around. As usual, they were yelling, punching, and annoying one another. My husband finally had had enough. He said, kids, if you would just behave and be kind to each other, that would be a very nice birthday present for me. Our six-year-old shot back, too late, I already got you another present. (laughs) (laughs) My pastor once officiated a wedding where the groom left. When the couple got to the altar, my pastor did his opening prayer and welcome. He gets to the part when he says, do you take this woman to be your wife? And the guy looked at her, then back at him and said no. (laughs) My pastor laughed a little and repeated the question, thinking he must have misunderstood. The guy stopped him and said, no, I don't. He brought the groom aside where the guy essentially said that he couldn't do it that the bride and her mother had manipulated the whole wedding. 
and he had been too chicken to stand up to her before, but that he could not throw his life away. Oh, wow. My pastor had to go back out and explain to the very uncomfortable congregation that there would be no wedding today and that the guests could help themselves to some refreshments, but that the rest of the evening's events were canceled. Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. That's crazy. So he had to use the pastor to have the courage to... Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess when he was like, do you take this woman? He was like, no. No, no I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> so do you have a joke? Another joke? Yes, yeah, called Misfortune Cookie. These are just <laughs> going right along. <laughs> okay, after finishing our Chinese food, my husband and I cracked open our fortune cookies. Mine read, be quiet for a little while. His read, talk while you have a chance. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Okay, so I only have three more left, ladies. Okay, so this lady's cousin was supposed to marry a woman. They were, you know, they had been engaged for about eight months. And then two days before the wedding, she falls in love with somebody else. And she just, like, leaves with them. But doesn't say anything to anybody. And so then the wedding is, like, he realizes. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, she had mentioned something about meeting somebody two days ago. Well, they ended up getting married. And she's been married now for 20 years. The guy... That was that, that she was, ran that out she on. She ran out on. Um, has had three DUIs, been married multiple times, and has like a bunch of kids. So maybe the woman didn't know what she was doing. But like two days before, like she's been planning a wedding for eight months, and she's like, "Oh, this guy's got my heart." <laughs> wow. But now she's been married twenty years, and so they've got some major issues. Okay. Years of romance. This pretty much sums it up for everybody. Okay. In Christina's instance, it might be opposite. You'll get it when I finish. <laughs> okay. Shortly before our 25th anniversary, my husband sent 25 long stem yellow roses to me at my office. A few days later, I plucked all the petals and dried them. On the night of our anniversary, I spread the petals over the bed and lay on top of them, wearing only a negligee. As I'd hoped, I got a reaction from my husband. Okay. When he saw me, he shouted, Are those potato chips? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean that is that is yellow. better they look like crinkly little also chips. yellow roses are for friends yeah that's cute that though still 25 years after 25 years we're more than friends i think 25 long stem yellow roses oh. like one for each year he wasn't trying why can't to be... we do like red i mean why does it always have to be red why can't it be purple well in this instance, they wouldn't have looked like potato chips. That wouldn't have been funny. Oh. Somebody wrote the joke. That was fake. Oh, okay. After an hour of waiting, it was obvious that the groom wasn't showing up. He called me and said he just couldn't do it. I stood before everyone and explained that he got cold feet, but we could still have the wedding reception, and we did. I walked around in my wedding dress joking about his cold feet. After all, we'd been together for six years. I knew him well. The weirdest thing, we never brought it up. What? Like, ever. He was watching TV like nothing was unusual when I got back from her from our wedding. He moved out a week later. Oh. Wow. I'm like fucking bullshit. Way bullshit. Way, way, way. Watch your language. Mom. Fucking. Fuck Just em. kidding. I saw it be mom for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's called a real gut buster. A woman noticed her husband standing on the bathroom scale, sucking in his stomach. Ha! That's not going to help, she said. (laughs) 
Sure it does. He said it's the only way I can see the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say I've been there, but I've been there. Yeah, well. So this one's, okay, so they're, they get married, and then in the middle of the reception, she shouts, I'm no longer interested. <laughs> what? That is not funny. So, yeah. <laughs> so imagine, if you will, she said, I do, the guy that brings on, and they're sitting at the reception at the head table, if you will. I mean, I don't And then she can... says, I'm no longer interested, I mean, and I leaves. Think, I don't think you can do that, can you? Well, she did, but here's what she did. A long lost love came walking in after the fact, and the reception. She ran off with him and filed for divorce. And like he's just all bewildered. Like he'd marry her, they were kissed, and everything was fine. And then in the middle of it, I guess he walks in, and she's like, "I'm no longer interested." <laughs> Maybe she told him, "If you make it to the wedding, I won't go through with it." Yeah, and he, was, he late. was late. Well, his ass needed to <laughs> show up before the fucking ceremony. Well, she left with him. She left, and so the guys are sitting there, and then he gets divorce papers a couple I'm weeks no later. I'm no longer interested. I'm no longer interested. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good way to end things and just walk out. No, it isn't. We definitely need a palate cleanser from that. Yeah, I'm about out of palate cleansers because not I'm all about of these out of are funny. Okay, I'm about out of stories too, so. Modeled on Confusion is the title to this one. Okay. The photographer was positioning my new husband and me for our wedding photos when my he asked. My new husband and I. Wow. Excuse me? No. No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> The photographer was positioning <laughs> I for our wedding photos. Okay, we no, don't have I mean, to. I really we don't love have to. when you try to correct my grammar when you know. But you also were reading something. That's a joke, so that would have been their grammatical Well, I actually error. picked up on it and realized that it was correct before I ever even said it out loud. Don't say grammatical I? like you know what grammatical okay, excuse means. excuse me. I didn't even try to say it smart, but it sounded smart. That's good. Go. The photographer was positioning my new husband and me for our wedding photos when he asked, have you ever modeled? <laughs> My cheeks instantly turned red. No, I haven't, I said. But I always thought the photographer interrupted me and said I meant him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, That's embarrassing. Funny. I only have one more left. And this one's short, but the next okay. last one's long. The guy I was supposed to marry just didn't show up at all. <laughs> That's him. That I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> he called all of his friends and family on his side and told them not to bother showing up because he wouldn't be there. Oh my God. We waited around until about an hour after the wedding was supposed to start, and finally I got a text message saying that he wasn't coming. So I got to look like a jerk by telling my family, Oh, sorry, there won't be a wedding today. It was mortifying. That's terrible, but at least it was only to her people. At least it wasn't his people. You know? Yeah, that's true. But also, I mean, like, why wait time? an hour? Tell me right, right before it why or whatever. Just didn't want her to be embarrassed because he's a douche dick, and that's dick. how men Hashtag are. Men talk. Hashtag we hate men. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> but sometimes, mostly, except for Tim, because he's the best. <laughs> and Gary, Walter, tell your joke, mom. Okay, this is called <clears throat> Taking Turns. Okay. And to set the scene, my checkout line at the supermarket. Okay. And then me would be the uh, cashier, I say, I guess. And he says, paper or plastic? And the customer says, I'd like double bagged paper, and I'd like you to make each bag as heavy as possible. And I said, okay. The customer says, well, in case you're wondering, I had a fight with my wife, and it's my turn to pick up the groceries. And I said, uh-huh. And the customer said, it's also her turn to unload the groceries. <laughs> <That's funny>. Wow. <laughs> 
Okay, so this one isn't a, an actual runaway, but so the um, it, the lady says that she went to a wedding. Her mom went to a wedding where the mother and of the bride hated the groom. Before the wedding, the bride's parents approached the groom because this would be a momzilla too. But before the wedding, the bride's parents approached the groom with a list of things that he had to change before they would approve of him as her husband. Oh my God. On the day of the wedding, yes. Please no, tell right me the list is on this. Okay, the list one, the number one of the list oh, was lose weight. <gasps> oh. You can't do that right now. We're busy. We're about to do something else. He was really irritated. Insulted, I mean. So during cocktail hour, the groom's family got into what hour? Cocktail hour. The groom's family got into a huge fight with the bride's family, and they were screaming and yelling. The father of the bride got so worked up that he punched the groom's brother in the face. Wow. The reception was silent during dinner, and there were no speeches or dancing. Oh, my god. And they filed the divorce. For the divorce the following day. That <laughs> so, is awful. Terrible. That's so But sad. I mean, like, so before we're going to approve of you marrying our daughter, even on your wedding day, you need to lose some of that weight in the middle. That's funny. That's wow. terrible. It's not funny at all. Maybe they could have came to him, you know, about... Ever? Never. A year earlier, if that <laughs> yeah. was one of their criteria. Also... Why do you come on the wedding day? I mean, how do you lose weight instantly? Also... Because well, I need to know. I don't <laughs> give a fuck what your criteria is. If we love each other, we're getting married. Well, apparently the bride didn't well, love apparently they didn't love each other. Because they got divorced. Do you have a joke, True. Mom? Oh, was I supposed to have a joke? One more. And you then Lisa can tell her story. You, have, you need two more palate cleansers. This one and the next okay, one. Okay, this is called minor procedure. As I performed a simple medical procedure on my patient, I warned her. After this, you can't have sex for at least three days. Did you hear that? She asked her husband. No sex for three days. I heard, he said, but she was speaking to you. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like the palate cleansers are worse than the yes. I mean, sometimes, stories at this but, point. You know, it does take the sting out of some of those stories. Yes, it does. Terrible. <laughs> okay. This is the last story of the day. We'll have another palate cleanser after this. This one's a little bit long, so strap in. Cindy, then just 23, met her unnamed groom at a basketball game in 2007. Despite the fact he lived two hours away, the the couple made their long-distance relationship work. They were so happy, they even found themselves engaged just six six months later when he popped the question during a Hawaiian holiday. They bought a house together and started planning their big day, which was to be a beach wedding where it all began in Hawaii. Cindy says, oh, you'll think all. Cindy says that other than the fact she didn't get along with the groom-to-be's sister, everything was fine with the relationship. At least she thought so. She certainly didn't have any nerves in the lead-up to the wedding. On the afternoon I was due to be married, my sister was helping me get dressed when she asked me, are you nervous? I can honestly say I wasn't. It was I was an hour away from the wedding I'd always dreamed of on a beach in Hawaii with the man who was my best friend. I shook my head and I remember her exact reply. Well, why would you be? He's such a great guy. <laughs> Is he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> Bumping a bomb. <laughs> I've always thought about that since. Once it made me cry and now I find it almost funny. Unfortunately, just an hour before the ceremony, just minutes after she answered her sister's question while she was standing in her wedding dress, her groom entered their bedroom in tears. Oh, oh no. God. 
That's never a good sign. I know. I was standing in my dress and my veil was in my hair. He just said, I can't do this. <laughs> he actually did not intend on telling me himself at first. He went to buy a bridesmaid's hotel room and told one of them to tell me for him, but they weren't having that. Good for them. Shocked, Cindy said she didn't ask any questions, but ordered him to leave. She then asked her bridesmaids to let the guests, many of whom were already waiting on the beachfront, know that he decided he didn't want to marry her. I just made that rest of that <laughs> sentence up because somebody <laughs> didn't complete it. I thought it sounded like <laughs> She then watched them from her bedroom window, which overlooked the ceremony area. I felt humiliated, backstabbed. It was just the way he did it, she said. He'd been packing up his things while I was having my hair appointment. Understandably, the next 24 hours were a whirlwind. Cindy called her former fiancé to find out what had happened, only to, be told, only to be told he'd, quote, gone with his gut. That close to the wedding, though? Wow. I mean, he was packing his clothes while she was getting, getting ready her hair for their done. marriage for the wedding. That's I awful. Mean, at least text her hell. Yeah. Unable to sleep, she took sleeping pills to make it through what should have been her wedding night, and after a rest, decided to stay at the resort with her bridal party. Her former groom ended up staying too. What? She bumped into him in the car park and could only muster the word coward. Yeah. To my luck, I had the best support system, my friends and family, she added. My friends and sister made sure I was distracted as much as I could be while my parents moved me out of the home he and I were living in. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. After returning to Toronto, she caught up with her former flame who suggested they stay together but not marry. <gasps> Tell me she said hell no. I thought, this guy has got to be kidding <laughs> me. She added, I told him, I'm not even remotely attracted to you anymore. Yeah. I mean, you just killed it. Right. right. She said, did I love him? Sure. But that was going away and fast. Yeah. Well, you loved who he thought, how you thought yeah. he was. He was right. not apparently the kind of person that you should love because he's an ass. Right. I mean, asses need love too. Listen to this bullshit. Okay. He claimed he didn't want to go through the wedding because he didn't want to have children. That has nothing to do with it. You're I'm married. married and I haven't <laughs> yeah. had children. Yes, well. Is that it? No. Oh. Oh. There's more. Well, There's we more. have an update. Oh, okay. good. I always like updates. Me too. Yeah. Now, six years on, Cindy says the heartbreaking incident made her. I think it's kind of shaped me to be the woman I am, she said. Every time we're thrown a curveball, there's always a lesson to be learned. In my case, with my ex, it was to figure out who I really am and what do I want from this life and what a partner deserves from me and vice versa. Cindy told the Daily Mail that she is now dating an awesome guy and still believes in marriage. I've been dating for a while now, but only recently did a man come into my life where I questioned what I did to deserve him, she added. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to change my mindset on that. Of course, I deserve a great guy. I'm a great girl. Now that I've figured out what I want, I can be a better girlfriend and hopefully wife at some point. But I definitely won't be accepting any proposals after six months. Right. She ended by saying what happened is far, far enough in the past now not to hurt so much. 
I told a new friend about it recently and I realized it's actually a pretty great anecdote. I can even laugh about it now. Time heals everything and things happen for a reason. Aw, that's a very that's nice way really to end it. And I'm glad you came out. Yes. Yeah, mine ended well. Now what shitty palate cleanser are you right. going to give us? This is really a nice... Andy? Maybe. Okay, I'll give you a choice. Okay. Okay. One is called reporting for duty. Okay. okay. And one is called sailing versus shopping. I want to stay reporting for duty. Duty. She doesn't. Can we say duty? Can I we? automatically want to go with the opposite one. she would. But let's do, let's do reporting for duty. They're both fairly short. Since I'm the mom, I will choose to do both of them. Okay. That's not how this works. Reporting for duty. A soldier in my National Guard platoon became concerned when the Army insisted that he sign up for direct deposit. Uh, it's not going to work for me, he said, very panicked. Why not, I asked. <laughs> I can already tell you. Because I use my guard pay for spending money. And so, and he says, well, for the past 10 years, I've been telling my wife that I serve for free. <gasps> <laughs> I knew it, kind of. Oh, that's funny. Okay, sailing versus shopping. This one will be funnier. After we had lunch with another couple, the woman, the women went shopping, and the men opted to go sailing. Bad decision. A storm blew in while we men were out in the water. Making matters worse, the tide had gone out, grounding the boat. We had to climb overboard and shove it back into deep water. As my friends stood there, ankles deep in muck, muscles straining against the weight of the boat, and rain pelting his face, he grinned broadly (laughs) and with unmistakable sincerity said, Sure beats shopping. (laughs) That's funny. Well, thanks so much for listening. And thank you, Mom, for allowing us to force you to come here in the dead of winter in Georgia. Yeah, what's it like there? Like 60 degrees? I'm not doing that shit. Look out for our upcoming episode next Tuesday when we talk about the woes and stories of what not to do when having a destination wedding. Or weddings in general. There's a lot of stuff that can definitely apply across the board. Okay, can we go to the beach now? Ugh. Bye. Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod, a podcast all about weddings with an emphasis on destination weddings. Each week, we'll explore the ins and outs of destination weddings from the details to the drama and everything in between. You can expect foul language, us laughing at our own jokes, even when they're not funny, and straight up real talk. We are your hosts, Christina Kay and Laisha West. Strap in for an awesome episode.